Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is your boy, True. And this podcast is That's Real Talk. You know what I'm saying? This is That's Real Talk. We talk about everything from politics, religion, music, entertainment, anything that's going on in society, anything that's a big issue, or some things that people might not perceive as big issues, but we decide and sit down and debate them. Now, as along with me, uh, there's going to be different co-hosts as well as uh, it's going to be a feature of my boy Al's, uh, uh, DJ Hitter, who's also, you know, a producer of the show and pretty much, you know, things of that nature. Uh, one of my boys, he's also a comedian. His name is Vic. Uh, and a couple others, you know, that might stop by and do appearances on the show. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things, man. So, um, recently before, I think it was the last year, we had the podcast set up on YouTube, and it was kind of like a video vlog kind of podcast. But I figured, you know, this is pretty much the best way to do it. We want to be able to pretty much get this podcast out to everybody that we can. But um, further going with that, Pretty much, I'm not going to hold y'all up on me explaining the show and all that stuff, man. We're just going to get into it. It's going to be gritty, raw, uh, just full of everything that you could think of. It's going to be real lit. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring out today was... Uh, <coughs> excuse my coughing, man. I really wish I didn't cough there, but... Something I wanted to touch on, since I'm a heavy music fanatic... And uh, my boy Els is going to be here in a minute. I'm going to be having him on the line. And he pretty much going to be speaking his mind on what's going on as well. Was the state of R&B. I was debating with this with a couple of friends probably a couple weeks back. And it was like, um, everybody's saying R&B is dead. And I feel inclined to say I think that it is dead, kind of. I mean... It's, it's it's not the same. It's like uh, I was telling a friend the other day because um, I was doing like Uber and whatnot, right? And there was this young girl in the car and I heard her jamming out to Aaliyah. Mind you, this chick is no more than 15, 16 years of age. And I'm saying to myself while I'm dropping her off, I ain't say nothing to her, but I'm like, I could hear the music bumping out of her headphones and I'm like, what, is, what the hell a 15, 16-year-old girl know about Aaliyah? You know what I'm saying? And the funny thing was, it made me think. It made me think, wait a second. There's nothing out today that she probably could vibe with that's R&B. That's going, you know, that's something that'll make a female feel good. And, you know what I mean? Just has the R&B vibe. Everything is just like this kind of like popcorn hip-hop shit that's out right now. I mean, I'm going to get to that on another topic, too. I mean, I might touch on it lightly today, but, you know, the hip-hop issue is fucking crazy, bro. I mean, there's so much to touch on, especially coming from, like, last year, how we was getting on certain topics and I didn't get a chance to really press on some of the new issues that's going on today. But, um... Yeah, man, it's, I heard so many things from uh, what people was thinking, who they thought killed hip-hop. People were saying they think, uh, not hip-hop, I'm sorry, uh, R&B, from people saying that it all started when Bone Thugs and Harmony came around. And I disagree. Now, I mean, I think, I think Bone Thugs and Harmony enhanced the music. Uh, especially hip-hop, if if anything I may think of. I mean, their harmonies, their flows, they were actually good with it, as opposed to, you know, these artists that are out today. Uh, I'm not even going to say no names on that right now. But um, fuck it. Uh, people that be doing that triplet flow, that, you know, try to do that shit, that, like, that Mego whack shit that they be doing, and, uh, you know... Stuff like that. Like, it's just like, it's just trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's straight up trash. And, um, 
those type of people water down the music and, and the genre. And, uh, it's like the state of the shit today is crazy. Um, but anyway, I'm not gonna hold y'all up on that. We're gonna bring in my boy Els and get some of his perspective on what he think is going on in, uh, in R&B and who may, might have killed it. And then we also gonna touch on some other topics. Yo. What's going on, Els? Nothing, man, just cooling. Trying to find my fucking charger, though. Okay, all right, man. You know you live right now. No, I'm. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Okay, okay, okay. That's good, man. We finally got it going. Finally. Yeah, you see me here, you here, man. So I brought you on the show today to pretty much. Uh, pre- hey, make sure you your background is clear, man. Make sure you're in your room and it's like not loud in the background. Though. I think your phone echoing a little bit. My, my phone acting up? Yeah, echoing just a little bit. You want to, like, probably go to your room or something? I'm in my room right now. Okay. All right, just make sure you, you got your signal. Everything is good. Anyway, else you here, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Most definitely, most definitely. That's my boy Els right there, man. He's, he's also... Uh, He's also, you know, uh, uh, one of the co-founders of this this new era movement that we got going on. Besides my boy Franchise, which will be on this podcast soon. Um, pretty much what I was discussing, you know, talking about, I was earlier was I was discussing the state of R and B, and I pretty much was, you know, explaining how people were trying to, you know, give Bone Thugs a bad name for demising R and B when they do hip hop, but I guess that style, you know what I mean, that people tried to mimic later on throughout the years. And I, you know, I pretty much pointed out to how the Migos did it in a trash fashion. Similar to how when T-Pain came out doing auto-tune, and I mean, I know there was a lot of people trying to do auto-tune, it was terrible. Um, I kind of, I'm kind of glad that era went away as well. But I also remember that, uh, you know, after that, Years after you had Future come out, and it was just like, oh god, like, because somebody fix his auto tune, this nigga's off on every pitch. <laughs> you know, aside from just sounding trash as well and not, you know, having nothing to say, um, he just was like off pitch, and it was just sounding crazy to the motherfucker, man. It was just like, oh. Um, but since you're here now, you know what I'm saying? Enough of what I what I think about a lot of shit. I mean, what's your take on, on the whole demise of R&B? And what do you think, what do you think uh, contributed to that? Because I have, I have a, um, I have a pretty, I have a crazy assertion myself. I'm, I'm about to explain who I think is, is one of the, the most, the killers of R&B. Well, me? You talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted you to explain your or your thoughts on the death, the death of uh, of R and B. To be honest, uh, um, a lot of people gonna gonna kill me for this, but I think the death of R and B, I kind of blame like the mixture of hip hop with R and make them mixing hip hop with R and B. You know, um, when when you ha- when you have like certain R and B artists. Trying to be rappers nowadays, I think I think that's that's what that influence kind of killed it. I mean, do you have any like names in specific? Because you know, I mean, we do this show wrong, but this is that's real talk. Things in specific. Not that I can name off the top of my head, but I think that was what what I can say is I think that was the cause. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, I'm mean, not understand what you think is the cause. Um. I know a lot of people might hate me for this, um, but I do know this nigga, you know, he pretty much likes to watch a lot of artists that are not as blown up and, you know, take ideas from them. But anyway, Max I believe that uh, that your boy, J. 
Drake uh, has something to do with the death of R&B. A big part of it. I think his uh, his style of merging that kind of shoddy, slow-sounding R&B, hip-hop, it, it blurred lines like a motherfucker. I mean, we had people that was doing it for years, but it never blurred lines. It was lit. Nick, though. I ain't even gonna lie. Huh? It was lit, though, at one point. It was. It, I'm, not, I'm not saying it wasn't. But I think that, you know, because you know when certain people come out, everybody starts to dick ride the style that's working. Yeah. And I believe that when he came out, he was doing something different. I'm not I'm not bashing him for that. He was doing something totally different. But at the same time, it was already done. He already had Nate Dog. He already had Bone Thugs and stuff like that. But he did it on a whole other level. I'm I mean, saying hip hop was, I mean, not hip hop, but R&B was killed before Drake. Ooh, okay. I mean, it was, it was starting to die out. The soul, the, the soul in the music was already starting to die out before Drake. Okay. Okay. So, so when did, so when did you start noticing that R&B was like taking a, a sit back? Um, I would say maybe the earlier 2000, the early 2000s. Yeah, I do remember there was a couple of R&B records. You had certain parts that were um, they weren't doing like the traditional R&B because they, like I even heard Jamie Foxx say when he jumped on the the record with um Kanye. Remember that record with Twister and Kanye? He said, "Oh, this will never work," and Kanye was like, "Yeah, it'll work. It'll work." You know what I mean? Yeah. It was he. Jamie Foxx was like he thought it would never work because he was more into the traditional R&B, and he said that he had kind of, kind of like he said he had to conform. You know what I mean? He had to conform. Yeah, I'm using I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he was he was trying to say. Okay. You know, you want to keep your phone kind of still. But, um, yeah, man, uh, wow, that's crazy. And he was saying he had to conform. Even on Trey Songs, I, I heard Trey Songs talking about that before. Like, he said when he first started out, his music was more soulful. And right. Kind of, but then, after a while, he figured out, he had basically saying the same thing. He had to kind of, like, conform to, like, the newer, you know, version of R and B. Right, right. I do. So, so okay. Do you think that the change of the guard happened with with R Kelly? Oh, that's a good one. See, I'm saying I, that's, I, good, I, I, that's I, a good one. Because R Kelly was doing like the hip hop, um, R and B thing with. Jay-Z and, you know. Right. Best of both. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Yeah. Or Fiesta. Yeah, Fiesta. Yeah, all those. I do, do remember those. I do remember those. So I kind of think that those kind of played their part as well. In, uh, in changing. Don't get me wrong now. Those records were hot as hell. True, true. It was hot, you know. R. Kelly was on fire, but I mean, um, I think he was just like a pioneer of that style before it got out of control. So I do, I do believe that. Yeah, it could, it could have started there. So you're saying that R&B devolved? Yes, I, I do believe it devolved. Where, where's the love, bro? I mean, I don't hear those records. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nowadays, if you want to, you know, get up with a chick, you know what I'm saying? You got to listen to some Drake records. Uh, and I'm not talking about, I'm not putting down other people either. Because some people are like, oh, man, you ain't even mentioning Chris Brown. You ain't even acknowledging the case. And some people are like, you ain't going to like that I say that either. But Chris Brown, I think he's talented. 
I'm not gonna lie. I think he missed the boat to be Michael Jackson status. I don't think he could even live up to that status. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I th- I think he's talented. Nothing against him, but there's only one Michael Jackson, man. Only one. Facts, facts, facts. Plus, Chris Brown has hasn't even lived long enough. How old is he? That- like when? Late twenties, early thirties. True, true. You're right. You're right. You're Michael right, Jackson been doing it since he was five, and he transcended generations. That's what a lot of people right. understand. Chris Brown hasn't even been around long enough and transcended generations like Michael Jackson. But you know, we living in that. So what are you now, doing for like, me? We're living in a. What are you doing for me now, ever though? Oh, true, true. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's where a lot of people will have a, a, a fucked up perception on things. You smell, you smell me? I, I smell you, man. So I mean, you know, these kids, they not they not gonna be like how we would or how we would, would look at it. Because we came from an era where, you know, we see Michael, you know, on some some top level, top notch. And then to find out when he was doing that all his career ever since a kid, you know. Hello? He came out as a kid, but not as, you know, not as, as Michael. And I don't think he, he, he didn't touch as much people as Michael did. That's what a lot of people Yeah, because a, a lot of the people that say compare Chris Brown to Michael, excluding 50 Cent. Yeah. Um, they say. <laughs> They, they they say, oh, well, Chris Brown is the next Michael. They weren't even around to even know, to understand, to have a comprehension of the impact that Michael had. Right. You know what I mean? They just born yesterday. They don't, they don't know. They weren't around when Michael was, like, popping. Right. They weren't. So they can't. How can you compare Michael to Chris Chris Brown if you weren't even around during that time. Right, right. That's true. That's true. Damn, I mean, hey, that's facts. We just gotta look like that. Comparing the apple to an orange, but I never tasted an orange. But I'm saying (laughs) apple is better. (laughs) I like like your analogies, dude. They're dope. And there's, there's something to think about right there. Um... I don't think we really came to a conclusion, really, as to who killed R&B. I think we have a lot of speculations and a lot of assumptions. Uh, I know that my theory of R. Kelly devolving it, that might be something to talk about. I mean, I know it ain't something he'd want to hear, because he's going through some stuff right now. Yeah, that thing right now. I know, man. Oh, you know, he better hope they don't have him touching his ankles. <laughs> Hope they don't pass them around like a Lucy, man. Ox. 24-7. Did he reject PC? I, I don't know. I heard that's what... Uh, what's the name rejecting PC? Nah, oh, you mean yeah, snitch nine, snitch nine, snitch nine. That's another topic I want to touch on because you know, I mean, since the podcast hasn't been out for a long time, there's a lot of things that happened and took place that we weren't able to touch base on. Oh, another thing, man. Um, I just want to have a moment of silence, man. Uh, shout out to, to Pops. Uh, John Witherspoon. Yes, aka John Witherspoon, man. He was he was a great actor. Uh he passed away a couple days ago. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. man. In a moment in of peace. silence for Rest in Paradise, rest in power. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I was tripping. But yeah, uh moment of silence for him. Alright, man, we back. And um yeah, another thing I want to touch on um, that's going on right now that a lot of people are not talking about, and it's going to be kind of controversial, but we're going to touch on this joint. What's up with your boy Eminem, man? Eminem? I don't know. I think 
I don't really, I don't think, but I don't believe that he's gay. Signals. Make sure you want a good place. You hear me now? Yeah. I don't believe that he's gay or anything. I just think because this ain't the first time he did some shit like that. You know? But hold on, wait, 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 wait. You you kind of you kind of divulging into the whole thing. We haven't necessarily stated the topic for the people. Oh. Please let let let's, let's reiterate what's the topic that we're we're, we're touching on with this. And I'm going to Lucas. What if that I'm home. gay? Yeah. What if they're not me? They're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I like how you cleared that up very uh <laughs> uh what um <laughs> I'm sorry, that topic right there just got me rolling because do you notice the culture that we live in now? Yeah, man. Like, you live in like this whole shock jock Howard Stern, Charlemagne the God culture where it's like niggas and bitches just say shit just to just throw it out there and make people gravitate towards it because of the negative stigmas that come behind what they're saying and the controversy. That whole controversy sells type shit. You see what I'm saying? True, true. Fact. Big factory. Yeah, man, I find that disgusting. Um, that's just just in itself for attention. Yeah, man, I I find that these people don't have no integrity. Um, I don't think they have any self-conscious um consciousness. I don't to 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 do these things just for attention and you know that you know that Barnum and Bailey. any publicity is good publicity shit. It's really cardinal. I agree with you, man. You know what I'm saying? Some people that's 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 real thirsty behavior. That's feminine. But oh yeah. Nothing against feminine uh females and, and feminine ways. But no, not feminine. Be... I'm talking about the dudes, man. They feminine. Yeah, they, they the dude shouldn't be acting like this, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I know 50, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to 50. Uh, he may not like what I'm about to say because, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, you know, I have been on his platform and I met him and whatnot and, and a couple other things, but uh, he may not be happy with, with some of the statements, but at the same time, I'm just keeping it real. And while I'm on this podcast, I guess I'm a journalist, so <laughs> I kind of moved over from hip-hop artist and connoisseur to uh, podcast journalist and I'm going to speak my mind. So the situation now with that record, bro, is like, it's crazy. Like, it's really late that, you know what I'm saying? Unless that's his real life story. If that's his real life story, then, I mean, what do you think is going to be, what a, what effect do you think it's going to have on his career and Jordan Lucas's career? I don't know, man. They might just gain some new gay fans. <laughs> the LGBTQ whatever community they gonna start to fuck with him wow I mean but I think he might lose some fans too oh yeah it, it comes with the territory I mean um shoot but nowadays it's like motherfuckers don't even care they don't but I mean let's be honest Let's be honest. People run around and they try to say that this this whole coming out of the closet situation is beneficial to their careers. And they think they're going to gain a whole bunch of new fans and whatnot. But let's be honest, though. If you really look at it, um, people that are really, you know, out of the closet and doing whatever they do in this music industry or whatever industry they is, they're in, they actually lose a lot of fans. I don't think that the, the LGBT community stands behind those artists like they say they do or support them like they say they do because album sales do go down. Popularity does go down. Uh, somebody I could name is Frank Ocean. Uh, he, he came out of the closet and uh, that torpedoed his career. Like Lord Jamar say, they want they want trophies 
for being sexual deviant. You know, oh. <laughs> it, I mean, if that's what you do, that's what you do. Keep that shit to yourself. Don't try to force it on people. Other people and, accept it. Right, and that's where I'm at with it too. I mean, shoot, I'm you know I'm, I'm heterosexual, and I don't want to hear about that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? If, if I come out and I you know I say, yo, man, I'm straight. I like women, man. I'm straight, right? I don't get no trophies for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a whole community um, making parades and uh, wearing flags and all this other shit for me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I mean? Exactly. I can't. I can't. I can't tell people that yo. I think my boss and my job is discriminating against me because I'm straight. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm just keeping it a buck. I mean, this shit is just really out of control. And I mean, I think that they really play people for idiots. Um, I think that it takes away from serious, real issues in the communities that we have. Exactly. Like, uh, you know, social injustices and things of that nature. I mean, those things worry me more. It's more important than any other... Uh, nonsense, your sexuality, you being proud of your sexuality, two thumbs up for you. Uh, you go ahead and you do that, and nobody cares. Exactly. Really, we're really pushing the issue, and you don't have to spread that so much. And people don't need to know your personal business anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you got kids out here that you know, and they're gonna think that shit is cool, like that that's normal. They're gonna think it's normal, you know. Yeah, and that's 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 far from it. They trying to spread the sexual deviancy to kids. Yeah, that's 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 far from it. So, you know, what I mean, we we ain't out here pushing or advocating towards you know people's lifestyles. You do that on your own time. Um, I don't have nothing against those people and whatever they do. That's a disclaimer. Uh, anything that you hear on this show, that, uh, huh? Stop lying, man. That's why I like this show, man. We can just watch. And yo, you gotta be able to take jokes, people, man. So you know, I, mean, I don't want nobody listening to the show and want to ban the show. And we got a sponsor on the show too, so don't. You know, I don't want them to pull their sponsorship because they hear us joking and talking. You know, we're grown men, we're grown people. We shouldn't be afraid to speak our minds. You know, I mean, this is freedom of speech and you know we just talking and shooting the shit um I'm pretty sure there's people out there with all kind of different podcasts there's probably racists out there with racist rhetoric and foolishness you know what I'm saying that's some people listen to that I mean shit there's, there's Trump supporters that do podcasts I mean, <laughs> I mean what do you mean if, if people could you know push something like that and get a sponsor behind that I mean uh, I don't see nothing wrong with what people well, what you know, you think about Eminem you said 50 50 would be um, matted I think that fifth, you know, fifth was just a you know a real good friend of M's and they got their own they got their own relationship I mean you know M put him on so I'm pretty sure you know what I'm saying it's like if, 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 if I put you on you probably would feel so Yeah, you hear me? I couldn't hear you for a second. Your phone went out. Yeah, it was you. You was chopping up a little bit. Oh well, the people, the people gonna hear me, but you probably messed up. Your phone probably messed up. <laughs> like I said, make sure you're in a good area. Hold up, Rip. Let me get over here. Yo. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah. Like I was saying, man, I mean, it's like I was just breaking down the fact of like some people have that loyalty to certain people no matter what, because in 50's case and put him on, it's kind of like me saying, it's like kind of like saying, I put, say I put you on, you know what I'm saying? You're going to feel some kind of loyalty towards me that others may not understand, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Royce. Right, yeah, Royce, man, I love Royce, dude. 
that coattailing and um, the D riding is at an all time high. Truly is. I think I think he needs to slow down a little bit and just keep it a hundred with himself. I don't know if, if it's because he's recovering from being an alcoholic. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, you're gonna bro. Say about Royce because I'm not trying to get beat up. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm fucking Royce. Oh yeah, I, I never said I did it. I, I think never said I did it. I'm a rapper. Huh? I think he's a phenomenal rapper. I don't know D-Riding shit, though. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I like I like a lot of them dudes that coming out of uh, that come out of Detroit, man. Elzai. Yeah, Elzai is dope. A lot of those lyrical masterminds, man. And I, I ain't got nothing against M either. I think M had his time and he was doing his thing at some point. Uh, maybe some of the topics that he had are not topics that a lot of black people can relate to, but... Eminem was definitely a phenomenal rapper. Not to get off subject, but what do you think about the the newer Detroit rappers like T Grizzly? Keep it a buck. I mean, it's, that's real talk, right? Yeah. Chopping up, bro. Huh? Oh, you good now. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, the show is That's Real Talk, man, and, and that's for another episode. Alright. Yeah, we talk about that. I wanna I definitely wanna have a uh episode coming out. Um and it's just gonna be us talking about all the the whack rapper situations and pretty much gonna be talking about a whole bunch of things and the list of rappers that we think, you know, help destroy the game. I mean, there's so many rappers out right now, it's like it's oversaturated to the point where I don't even know. It's crazy. I know, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank God, you know, I mean, I, every, you know, every once in a blue, I can get something from a Dave East or a Nas or you know what I'm saying, or a franchise or somebody out there. I could just, you know, feel like a fresher breath, uh, you know, air, a fresher breath, you know, whatever the statement is. I can't even say it right. A breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? A breath of fresh air. It feels like that. Like it feels like you've been underwater. Look at this. Like you just, you know, pop your head above the water and just get a gas you know, of air. Like you just, it's just refreshing, man. It's, it's like life saving when you hear certain artists put out. Like, a lot of these whack rappers really get money like that, or is, is that just how it looks? Come on now. Come on now. You know what it is. I mean, because a lot of them, they just they just got a machine behind them. That's pushing right. them. Right. Yeah. That's why it's like they so big and and they're getting all this exposure. Yeah, that's all the really, it's, it's all the really things. It's a fashion show. It's a popularity contest. Um, it's no longer based on the raw talent and it's like people don't understand that raw talent is something that's gonna last forever you hear how we talking about there's a reason why people now they're getting annoying like damn when you stop talking about Biggie and Tupac when you stop talking about Rakim or um, Big Daddy Kane or Slick Rick or any of these people that are so called legends of the game when you stop talking about them I mean I can't stop talking about them because they're they sound and their music lasts longer than your lifespan and your career. And you know what's crazy? Rock what's King, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, they've been rapping since the 80s. Right. And sound better than most of these, if not, I'm not going to say all, but they go, they sound better than most of these younger rappers out nowadays. Right. And it's like, and they were younger at that time. Exactly. And so it's like, come on. Like, what are we doing? Are we evolving or are we devolving? Evolving. You know what I'm saying? It's like, these, these dudes, you can just tell by the stuff they putting out, man. It's for like the lower chakra. It's like the lower, you know what I'm saying? It's low frequency music. It's trash. Um, another thing I want to say on that topic is, look at the situation with Def Jam. You heard about that tour that Def Jam was about to do, right? Nah, what happened? Well, 
word, you know what I'm saying? Word from the great body. They just recently signed, re-signed actually, old school acts such as LL Cool J, um, DMX, Ja Rule, and a slew of other artists from the old, the old Def Jam days. And I'm saying, damn, like they have new artists on their, their label, like Lil Durk or. You know what I'm saying? I'm not dissing nobody either. So when they hear this shit, you know what I'm saying? Don't be sitting there with you, your fist all balled up and upset. <laughs> Get ready to cry and all that shit. I'm just saying what's the facts and what's going on. Why the hell does Def Jam got to go back and sign these old acts? They got to sign these old acts. A lot of them old acts is making money over, overseas off of the shit they, they did back in the day. Correct, but I'm just saying though, why did they why does Def Jim have to go back and sign these old acts? You know why? It's the same reason why I brought up the fact earlier on the show before I called you where I was talking about that young girl that I have picked up while doing Uber. I told you the story about that, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yo, young girl is listening to old R and B because the new shit she listening the new shit that's out you can tell it's not doing something for yeah, Because those those old records is timeless, man. Timeless. That's these what, what are these new, these new no niggas fun. got any that's timeless right now? Nah, not re- not really. You know what I'm saying? I mean Your boy your boy Joe Buddy on his podcast the other day said that um he said something to the, the fact of what was it? What did he say on that? Shit? My fault, brother. Oh, my fault. Like I'm trying to recollect. Joe Budden basically was was saying on his podcast. Ah, oh, I had it in my mind. I think when you have the thought in your mind, it like slips. But he said something controversial. I would say. Uh, of course, you don't want to look at Joe Budden as a hater. Or, right? Huh? They always be like, oh, he, he's just an old nigga hating on a young nigga. Everything is hate. <laughs> Everything is hate. Everything. Nobody you don't like If you don't like a sandwich, oh, you hating on that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you Anybody know, with opinion is a hater nowadays, man. It's, oh, they yeah. sit loosely. Yeah. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. But I don't know what it was. I, I'm so sorry. I forgot nobody said it was definitely something that flows into what? Huh? Are your phone chopping up, brother? Oh, it's chopping up? You hear me yeah. now? Yeah, I can hear you. But, uh, just button podcast. I might be able to remember. Yeah, he, he said something. Uh, easy. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Which episode? I think it was like recent, probably like two episodes ago. He's talking about something that had to do with hip hop, and uh, you know what comes off is something of hate. Um, but it wasn't, you know, it's just speaking his mind and telling the damn truth. And you know, people don't like it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I understand. My fault. He said 2019 was the worst year hip hop for a, in a long time. Damn. Yeah. I mean, he said there was no records that, you know, that came out here that's going to really stand the test of time, man. I think he may have a point. I disagree. I get yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I'm gonna disagree a little bit. He may have a point as far as later on during the year. Um, but I believe that uh, I believe uh, well, uh, Nas dropped that that that, that one album that I like. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but the lost the lost tapes two. You hear me now, right? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, my phone is just... I don't know, man. My phone is just fucked up. Yeah, I see that. Gotta get a new one. Yeah, man. I, I think they want to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little too controversial. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, man, it's just, you know, that situation with that. Joe was just keeping it around and making think he'd be a hater. So, I think it is. I think that this newer generation is just too sensitive. Oh, yeah. every It's not just, it's, it's not just you know, the generation, the kids in the hip-hop. It's like this whole generation period. It's like, you got people, stuff I don't like is people trying to make Eddie Murphy apologized for some shit that he said on the stand-up comedian show back in the 80s. You know, his, his one stand-up for Raw. Uh, right? That's disturbing to me. And I was watching this one thing with um, Kodak Black. His little brother was talking about how this other rapper said his brother was a clone. He was just going crazy about it. Like... I can't hear you. You chopping up. You chopping up real bad, bro. Hello? Yep. I can't hear you, bro. Hear me now? Yeah, I, I think you need to make sure that your phone is connected to the Wi-Fi in your house, man. I don't know, man. This shit crazy. Hold up. Yeah, because if you know what I mean, but that's if your phone was connected to your Wi-Fi in the house, it'd probably be better. It wouldn't be, you know, out of place like that. But um, anyway, man, we coming to the end of the show anyway, bro. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. Definitely, we're gonna come to the end of the show. We're gonna wrap this up. I mean, we got more stuff to talk about. A lot more. Um, and the next time we're going to have another guest on the show so I'm going to have you know instead of one we're going to have two extra guests it's going to be L and Vic so it's going to be real lit because Vic has a totally out of his world perspective um, this dude is a young entrepreneur comedian coming up he's, he's a funny dude man he's real cool so we're going to hear his perspective on certain things that we're going to talk about yeah 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 oh oh yeah yeah I remember him Right, so he's he gonna be on here. Um, and the next, you know, we're gonna definitely have him to come up here, and you know, head is gonna shoot the shit. You know, head is you and head, y'all niggas is unfiltered all day, every day. Um, yeah, man. So we about to come to the end of this podcast, and um, you know, I just want to say, um. Alone. Tax Stone would say, man, that's that's one of my favorite podcasters, man. And um, uh, definitely would like to have that influence on the show, man. I wish we could probably even get to have an interview with Tax Stone one of these days, too, man. I might be able to make that happen. That's another story. You still doing this podcast? Because I heard him get, I heard like an episode where some lady was interviewing him. His trial starts this month, brother. So I'm gonna get some information as far as uh, you know, letters to write him and stuff like that. And I'm gonna write him, and I'm gonna have you know some people write him a letter, man. Keep tell me, keep his head up. Yeah, definitely, man. You know what I'm saying? No, I real. It's really sad out here. We're gonna also talk about these. Next episode, man, I think we're going to start touch on, touching on some of these, uh, these snitch rappers. Um, oh, yeah. Snitch Nine. Snitch Nine. Uh, Troy Average. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and a couple other snitches, you know. We're going to be talking about the snitching situation. We, um, I also got respect for Snoop, but we're going to touch on this, this whole... Snoop is a snitch issue that they was pushing around. Um, Reggie Wright, them guys. 
You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the dog pound been into the um, police station. Yeah, I know. It's just kind of crazy to that those statements. So I want to know more about that. But we all know Reggie Wright. He right. You know what I'm saying? Get caught. Yeah. Uh, he probably did some more other things allegedly that you know what I mean has this impacted hip hop traumatically but we're gonna we're gonna touch on all of that next episode um if y'all enjoyed this episode man leave a comment you know what I'm saying um definitely reach out to us uh next episode I'm gonna put out our our, our um our social media handles cause right now I mean I'm, I'm like a little too tired to be announcing all of that right now but we definitely Uh, uh, a sink that I have. And I'm not going to make no more excuses. It's still going to be coming out. Got a website out. And all that from yeah, you know, we'll my, my flyer. The website. Yeah. yeah, the website's definitely fire. The album is fire. You know what I'm saying? By yeah. me. Uh, it's called Listen to My Album. Hunger for Success. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I, I, I ain't. Make me a beat too, cause I'm trying to get that on um, that bottom. I want to sample that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. We gonna we gonna all talk, man. We gonna all talk. So um, I'm gonna leave y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't even. I don't have nothing. No, no outro to say to y'all right now. But trust me, I'm gonna develop one. It's gonna be dope. And um. Y'all be safe though. In the words of my my boy, be safe. Yes, sir. I need some Ritalin, baby girl got me jittering I'm seeing visions in me and shorty about to get it in Me and her exes ain't similar cause they different man I know they lied to you trying, you got you tripping in Got you in vigorous bitterness, but I understand You 
know I like you, I wipe you up on the other hand You know I'm right, I'm just trying to show you the bigger plan To taking trips out to Mexico with the pail of sand Girl, you be killing me, already know you feeling me But literally, you either is getting with me or rid of me My innovation, but yet you got me impatient Cause you playing, and now I don't know how long I'm gonna be waiting So, stay in the way now, guess the way now so much fate, love, babe, I need you to stay down Stay in the way now, this is the wave now So much fate, love, babe, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, babe, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, babe, I need you to stay down so much fake love, can't trust the pretend, the pretend, yeah. So much fake love, I just want the paper. My diamonds be shining, they glistening. If it ain't by the check, I ain't listening. It's some fruity and fly, we too different. They call him a scooter magnificent. I put in one for the dividend. You bought a new whip from the dealership. They caught me inside finna make a flip. All my niggas blood in all couple crimps. Niggas plotting on me, gotta keep a clip. Niggas saying, cause I made it. Can hear the trace of payment. Solid nigga like the pavement. I want money for the famous. All my niggas run me dangerous. I won't be chillin' with strangers. Finesse and bees dropping bangers. Drinking for that for the side. I'ma pull up on your mind. Only put on for the rides, yeah. I put in work where you like, yeah. Stay in the way now. Guess it's the wave now. So much fate, love, babe, I need you to stay down Stay in the way now, this is the wave now So much fate, love, babe, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, babe, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, I need you to stay down I need you to stay down, babe, I need you to stay down